This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Let's do a podcast for you on this glorious Tuesday. Al, what is up? You got it, Jerry. A quick update to a story we brought you exclusively yesterday on the post game podcast. You know, I was talking about the, the Dave Ramsey thing and, yes. uh, versus the Everything Money guys and about whether you should pay off your mortgage yes. first or. Take that low interest loan and just pay it like you're supposed to. And invest other money. And invest the other money because you can make more. I did get a little clarity on that when I did some more digging and a listener sent me another podcast or another uh, YouTube channel. It was only a 50 second clip and it made all the sense in the world. The guy was, and it was titled something like pay off mortgage or invest money. Okay. And the guy said, and this makes sense. If you're young, let's say you're in your 20s and you have a mortgage. Yep. Then it, you still have, you're not paying, uh, uh, you have 30 years to pay that mortgage off, brings you to, let's say, 55 years old. Mm-hmm. And and in that time, instead of paying off the mortgage more, you're investing that money. It makes sense. But if you're someone like me, mm-hmm. I'm 52, 53. Right. I'm getting closer to retirement. I need my mortgage paid off when I retire. So it's easier to live and you've got more cash. Yeah, so they say, ideally, you get your mortgage paid off before you retire. But if you're younger, don't be in a rush to pay off your mortgage. Use the extra money to invest. You'll make more money in the long run. So that made more sense. That does make sense. I always like, you know, a question I'd like to know. I'm sure it's easily answered. Yeah. Is so I'm in my house now five years, four, no, four years. I'm sorry. And I think we got it at a. I would think we got it at a good price. And I think in let's say, in like fifteen to twenty years, because I do plan on staying there. Yeah. When we sell in fifteen to twenty years, if I'm in my mid sixties, do I get killed tax wise if I can then live off that profit as a savings and then just rent until we're done? Right. Because I don't want to go buy then at that point. I, I just, it's too much upkeep. It's too much extra money. At that point, I think if I'm in my mid 60s, I think I'm ready to rent and just go find somewhere nice, maybe buy the water. I don't know. But I don't know that I want to buy anything. And I, I wouldn't stay in this size house if it's just me and Kim. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. I think currently you, you only get taxed 
if you profit a, over a certain amount of money on a house in New Jersey? I'm anticipating yeah. profiting a certain amount of money. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, then I, yeah, I'm not sure what that yeah, is. I just wonder if there's a certain age where that oh, tax is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because like, yes, I would you, say so. Right. So if That's I sold my house right now and just pocketed the money, I'd get taxed on it as income, I believe, yeah. if I don't roll it over into a new house. Correct. I wonder if at a certain age, like the 520, not the 5, the 401k and the IRA taxes obviously go away and there's no penalties, does all that go away too? Right. And it's just a much lower income number. I don't know. Yeah, like once if you're 65 or older. Yes. Yes, that's a good question. If you profit $400,000, am I going to pay 50% on that? (laughs) Yes. Because I don't want to buy another home at 66. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah, that's a good question, Jerry. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Also, heads up a podcast alert for you, Jerry. Mm. I don't know if you ever listened to the Mark Marin podcast. I do not. He's a very good interviewer. It's a. It's like an hour-long interview podcast, casual, blah, blah, blah. But I just check, I always check his because if it's a guest I like, I like to yes. listen. He's a pleasant listen. Nikki Glazer, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. Now I'm in. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download that. Now I'm in. So I wanted to give you a heads up Could on that. Can we get her on? I don't know. She's very dirty, Jerry. She'd be very filthy on this program. No, I know she is. I don't know what I even talked to her about. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I like her. There's a couple people I actually thought about for this week, and then I heard them on yesterday. I'm like, oh, I literally was going to ask you this morning if we could get Buck on Friday, and then he was on with with Evan and uh, right. Craig. I was like, damn it! And I don't, I really don't ask you for guests ever. No, but sometimes I think I love listening to Buck's show. All Me day. too. I heard I actually had the show on yesterday when he was when they yeah. and they were teasing and he was coming on. I was like, I'm only here with how he is with them. He's, he's very great good with them, and he's he's very. I don't know. I like listening to him talk. Like Aaron Boone doesn't interest me. Buck Showalter interests me. Yeah. You know. But. I actually did like the Aaron Boone conversations well, with, with Craig. Them. Yeah. That's, and Evan, because Evan was, oh, no, Evan was a douchey no, to a Luis Rojas. Rojas. Yes. Craig was great with, with Boone because you could tell they had a relationship. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, no, I, that would have been, yeah. He, he talked circles around. He was talking circles. This uh, Buck Showalter yesterday. To, Evan was asking about Jeff McNeil. Mm-hmm. He goes, Jeff McNeil didn't play. Is Jeff Try the Mc- pinch hitting situation the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had an answer for that as to why he used somebody else. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, well, maybe Jeff McNeil wasn't, uh, wasn't able to play. And Evan goes, well, was he injured? He goes, I didn't say that. <laughs> he goes, well, can he play? Is he going to play against the Yankee game? He goes, yeah, he's good to go. He goes, so he was injured. I didn't say he was injured. Maybe he had diarrhea. Then he goes, maybe it was, he's like, maybe it was something personal. And like, he just would not answer while answering. It was good. Well, and I think the beauty of that is, and this comes back to the conversation we had earlier with Boomer, is that you do forget these guys have other things going on. Yeah. Like maybe he did get into a fight with his wife or there was something going on with his kids at camp or maybe he had diarrhea. Right, he could have been vomiting two hours before the game. Who knows what it was? Well, this is these are the things like you don't think about when you go to fly on an airplane. What was the maybe the pilot was up all night fighting with his wife? You're right, and he's in a terrible mood. Or the guy doing your open heart surgery this morning. You have no idea. And yet we, Bob Wischusen once said, I'll never forget. He said we put so much trust. He goes and he flies all over the place. And he goes, you realize how much trust we put in these guys. They're flying us thousands of miles into the atmosphere. Right. And we're like, we don't talk to them. We, we don't, don't do interview it. them. 
Meantime, you won't get it in Uber car unless the guy's got 17 reviews <laughs> and good ratings. Right. I won't go eat in a restaurant unless all of the reviews on open table are positive. <laughs> but let's get in a jet that's a flying tube <laughs> that could explode if the guy does something stupid. Then we're good. Your only hope there, and I think, too, like with like the open heart surgeon, is that there's other people in the room who, true. who you're oh, hoping. that's true. They're all have his back or you're absolutely right. He's not by himself. It's not a one pilot plane. You're right. But we just assume that the guy's good to go. He slept well and everything's fine. But I've also seen there was uh, one of these documentaries. who was about a guy who uh, was like a doctor, but he, he, he faked being a doctor, but became a doctor. And then he was like in the, in his office he was the head guy oh my god so no one would question him even right. when he was doing ridiculous things oh my god and screwing them up and screwing them up on purpose wow but some people are wired really differently aren't yes. they it's scary even like the 1010 wins news feed that you mentioned on twitter that i i have and it it is i shake my head the thing some people do is just like what what is wrong it's awful stuff yeah but yeah you're right you're right, you're right. So I had an incident uh, yesterday, Jerry, I wanted to uh, share with you in the audience. <clears throat> you know, I told you there was a there's a, a large dog that's pooping on Ocean Avenue. Yes, you told me this. And, uh, big poops. And I one time caught... Yes, and you saw him running away. I saw the kid who was walking him run away. Right. The kid saw me, ran away, right. cut through houses, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, did I see the poop coming out of the dog's butt? I did not. But I saw the kid run away. I saw Size the, of the dog. And I saw the fresh poop right where they were. Then I saw another person in that household. Also, I saw her walking the dog. And when I went back around the block, there was a fresh poop. Oh, God. Okay. So yesterday, I see a third person walking this dog. And I never take it out on the dog, of course. The right. dog doesn't know. And then this person I've never seen have a problem. So I was coming around the corner with my dog and... His dog was, the same dog was in the process of pooping. So I saw the dog pooping and I thought, uh, my dogs are going to want to play with this dog. The dog's pooping. Let me give this dog some space. So I waited till the dog pooped. Then I I said, uh, we, the dog smelled each other, went by. The guy had a bag in his hand. I said, okay. So went around the block, came back around. There was the big steaming pile of poop. I said, all right. So I walked my dog. I finished my dog walk. And I said, I'm, I know where they live. I'm going to go over oh, there. Oh, no. So I walked over there, and uh, the man who had was walking the dog was sitting on the porch. I said, hey, I go, uh, you didn't uh, pick up your dog poop. He goes, yeah, I did. He goes, uh, he goes a piece slipped out, and I couldn't grab it. I go, I go it's a big pile. I go, uh. I go, you're not the only one in this house, too. I oh, go, God. multiple people in this house are not picking up after their dog. He goes, I am only here once a week. I said, I'm just telling you, let everyone in this house know. <laughs> everyone knows you're the family that doesn't pick up after wow, their dog. Wow, good for you. He goes, I'll go get it. I said, okay. Look at you. And I watched out of my, I peeked out my window. And he did. He did. He Does he know where you live? No, he was looking to see where I was. But. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. I was not going to stand for that. Good for you. I was waiting for something. Like, I almost posted it to the Bradley Beach Forum. I was waiting for people to go, do you have nothing better to do? No, I don't. <laughs> this is important to me. Dog poop 
That is tremendous. On the lawn. You just asked and answered your own question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything. This is something I want no, to do. No, this is disgusting. It's disgusting. And I agree. Kids are running around. Other yeah, people are running. It's disgusting. And many of us have always, at some point in our lives, stepped in it. Correct. And it ruins your day. Yes. I know. So I am uh, now. I got my eyes on them, <laughs> and now I hope he alerted the rest of the house. That's tremendous. Because I know you. where they live. All their neighbors know it's them. Because when I initially wrote on the Bradley Beach forum that I saw this happening, yeah. and I said I have, I have an idea. Of, I know which block they live on, but I when I went down that block, all the neighbors were like it's uh, it's them. Wow, they got a reputation. Good. Well, now they know that everyone knows. Yeah, you got to pick up your poop. Well done, Al. I have a Netflix documentary recommendation for you, Jerry. I want to see if this is something you would be interested in. There's a famous case from 1971. doesn't involve murder or anything. Famous case in 1971 of a guy named D.B. Cooper. He hijacked a plane. Oh. So this is what he did. I'm, I'm not giving away this, the story of the documentary. It's a well-known story. He's on a, a Northwest flight. This is 1971. He's in a suit, sunglasses. He passes a note to the stewardess, a flight attendant, that says, I have a bomb in my suitcase. Here's what needs to happen. We're going to land. You're going to land this plane at so-and-so airport. Yep. All the passengers are going to get off. You're going to go out and get a... Uh, briefcase full of $200,000. This is what you have to tell them they have to, and bring me four parachutes. Wow. So the plane lands. He lets all the people, all the people off. They don't even know there's a guy on board. That's right. You know, everyone just gets off. And once they get off, they're told in the airport, they realize that they're not where they're supposed to be. No, they are where they're supposed to be. Oh, they are. He landed them where they were supposed to be. This is a nice uh, criminal. Yeah. And no one knows till after they get off that, there was wow. a what? A hijacker? So they have the money and the four parachutes waiting for them. The The flight attendant goes back on the plane with them. He tells them to fly to... Uh, they landed in Seattle, and then he was flying somewhere else. Okay, same pilots. Same pilots, same flight attendants. Everyone's the same. The passengers are off. Okay. And he was very polite. They said he wasn't mean. He just... He tells the pilot, I know all about this plane. You're to fly 250 miles per hour only, which was very slow for the plane, mm-hmm. and at, at this height. And over a, a jungle, he jumps out. Wow. With the briefcase. Never heard from him again. No kidding. Never found him. Never found his remains. Never found anything. Wow. And they... They think that now now the guy would be very old, but they're so this documentary is I'm interested in this. These people think they found the guy and they talk to him. Yeah. And they go through all these things about the case over the years and the, who they thought they had and what type of guy they were looking for and Yeah. And then the online sleuth community. That is all about trying to find this guy. And that in some area, like people see him as a sort of a hero in a way, and that he stuck it to the man without harming anybody. Yeah. It's called DB Cooper, Where Are You? I would be very interested. Yeah. It's good. Really good. That's tremendous. It's very interesting. I never heard that story. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I think they did part of a movie about him uh, that there was a uh, there was a movie with uh, Harrison Ford, something about the one armed man, and it was supposedly about about this this thing, even though this guy had both his arms. Right, right, right. But uh, it's very interesting if you're looking looking for something non-murderous. Well, the first thing I got to do is I got to finish watching the Bill Barr special. That boomer came in on fire. Yeah, I I have to watch that. I watched the first 35 minutes, and I had to turn it off because Joseph came home, and the language is horrific. Oh, it is? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) F-bombs every two words. But it's funny the way he uses it. Um, So I do want to see the end of that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll take a look at that. I just don't know when. I mean, maybe some point. Now I'm going to the Met game tomorrow night, so uh, tomorrow's not going to be the day. But one of these, maybe Thursday. We'll see. Very I have busy. not watched many stand-up specials. I used to be all about stand-up Me neither, because I find them all boring and not funny. Bill Burr I like. I find him funny. Yeah, I do His like Bill Burr. His delivery is great. And I like Nikki Glaser. Yes, Nikki Glaser's terrific. Yep, very much so. Yeah, Nikki Glaser's funny. Like, if you search Nikki Glaser on YouTube... So many of her different roasts come up. She is, she's great, crazy. Yes, she's crazy on these roasts. And what's great too is when you got her with her dad explaining how how she's explained how her father has accepted it. Yeah, after she's you know saw how she was doing and it was very successful and but still a tough thing for a father to listen to. Yeah, your princess, right? <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, she seems very open about everything. She's open, all right. She's a great. She's got guest. a show. I don't know if she's still doing it. She had a reality show too about her boyfriend and moving back home during the pandemic and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was during the pandemic. She moved back home with her parents. I did. I was following her on Instagram at that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she'd just be her and her parents watching yes. TV. Her yeah. and her parents eating dinner. She basically had no work. Yeah, and rather than blow through her savings, she went home. That's a good idea. Like in St. Louis or something. Yeah, like Missouri. St. Louis. It was St. Louis, yep. Yeah. And I never saw, I only saw one episode. I didn't see what it. What was it on? That. Do you remember? I want to say it was on E, but I'm not 100% sure of that. I think it was E. I'm yeah. I'm not sure. No, my problem with this, uh, the stand-up specials, in the, I used to know everything about stand-up comedy, I thought. And then we hit this era when Netflix first started giving people specials. Yeah. Where there were so many guys I had never yeah. heard of. That were wildly popular. Yeah. I was like, how did I miss all these guys? Well, it's the same thing I always say about how we miss all these, you know, alternative rock concerts. Like, how do you, how is that not marketed better towards us or to us? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know know how I was unaware of so many of these guys that were playing theaters, not just comedy No, I know. Theaters. Right. They're packing in 4,000 people. And the guys like Bill Burr and all, I only know them, them from Opie and Anthony. Oh, when they were playing clubs, yeah. but there's this whole other group where it's like, I never heard this guy click on him. Three million followers, like what? Yeah, I know that that blows me away when you see people that you've never heard of in a genre you like, yes, or a sport you like, and not only have you never heard of them, they're wildly successful yes. on social media. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like out of touch, um, out of touch, Jerry. Well, when you ask and answer your own question, do you have nothing better to do with yourself and you say, correct, I don't. Correct. Then you're a little out of touch. Right. Yes. My life right now is revolving around youth baseball, and so I know in a few years that'll be over, and maybe I'll have a better handle on different things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That just goes to show how many, how you really can be very successful without being top of mind to a lot of people. To the, the, the large majority. Yeah. Well, it goes to show, too, a, we have fun with it, of course, but a real celebrity that's, that's known, forget worldwide, nationwide, 
as opposed to someone in their little market. Yeah. It's a big difference. Big difference. And I'm yeah. not talking money, anything like that. I'm just talking about awareness and recognition. And and then you talk about the guys in Hollywood that are known in Brazil, Boston. Yes. You know, Lithuania. Like, holy crap. Meantime, you know, if me and you go to Denver, it's like you're just another guy in the crowd. Right. No one you know? would know us in Denver. Or models. Or models, <laughs> right, which I found. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. I did that with Mr. Christopher Lepresti. Back at it again tomorrow. Same uh, story. Uh, CeeLo and I, 5 to 6. Jerry and Boomer, 6 to 10. Jerry and I on the post-game podcast. Until then, see ya. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your teams, your station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and Jerry is hosting all week with Mr. Boomer Esiason with Geo Vacationing. So CeeLo joins me all week on the warm-up program. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. How are we doing today, pal? I'm doing pretty good. good? I, uh, yeah, I um, was very excited for the uh, Subway series. I even checked the weather report. Wow, that's how excited you are. Yeah, because I, uh... I don't want anything getting rained out. I don't want anything delayed. Okay. Partly sunny, 83 degrees at first pitch. Sounds good to me. That's we a have, go. Over the years, had um, multiple postponements where they had to do the day-night situation oh, in the right? two ballparks. Really? You're not, you're not aware of that? I don't recall that. Yes. I like have a very short memory. Played one game in Queens and, and then... then Night Over? game in the Bronx or vice versa. Really? I think it's happened, I want to say, three times now. Well, guess what? Not tonight. Not tonight. Unless lightning's in the area. Yeah. And then in that case. But there's going to be no lightning. There's going to be no precipitation. It's going to be beautiful weather. Beautiful night for July baseball. Right. Now, listen, we're not exactly getting Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole. 
But no, it's solid though. I love Taiwan Walker as and a Jordan Met Montgomery's fan. been very good for the Yankees. Yeah, they don't like score that. for him, but he's been very good. And the Mets, uh, other than Sunday night, haven't been scoring. Yeah, so that's this could be a, a real pitcher's duel this but, evening. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because I saved pitchers this uh, yesterday. No, about how you know the Mets haven't been scoring oh. other than Sunday night. I did not realize this. So the Mets starting pitchers have now given up two earned runs or fewer in 14 consecutive games, which is a franchise record. That's pretty good. 1.58 ERA since July the 7th. All right. So they're doing their job. Right. And the offense needs to pick it up a little bit. Pick it up. Yeah. Let's go. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. I have uh, predicted a Mets sweep of this two-game series. I think we talked about that yesterday, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, because I, like, uh, I feel like I like the Mets – Pitching matchups better. Assuming Buck was kind of coy yesterday with Carton Roberts regarding Max Scherzer because the Yankees haven't announced a starter right. for Wednesday. So now, I don't see why announce. they wouldn't put Scherzer out there on Wednesday. That would be his regular turn. Mm-hmm. And for the Yankees, I would think it's either going to be Jamison Tyone or Domingo Herman. Right. Either way, you obviously would favor. The Mets will be a heavy favorite on Wednesday night, assuming Scherzer starts that game, Okay, is what I would say. Well, listen, they better score some runs for him. Right, because Garrett Cole pitched Saturday. They're not going to pitch him on three days rest just to face the Mets, even though I th- I know the Mets have another off day. Thir- the Yankees do not. They play Thursday at home against the Royals. So I would imagine that Cole pitches that game. So you're looking at Scherzer versus Herman or Tyone. Plus, uh, Garrett Cole still has the banana lodged in his throat. Yes, that he jammed he's still in there. working on that, yeah. Jammed in there the A lot the of potassium. A lot of potassium. Mm. Somebody the other day, I think, called into to the Boomer and Geo show and was saying that if you have, if you eat three bananas in a row or something, that you, that's a unhealthy thing to do. Okay, like that your body will lock up or something. You think this happened? Were you were you like not present no, this, that day? Or? I was, but I'm trying to think where I heard it. I think it was <laughs> it was this program. It might have been a call you screened, or it could have been somewhere else. It could have been somewhere else, right? Yeah. I'll been. take how you know Al listens to the fan too much for 500. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't gonna, even remember where he heard it. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it on Boomer and Geo. Okay. And then people called up says it's impossible. But you you see what I'm saying, though? If you heard it on Boomer and Geo, yeah. you're actually the person that put that call through. Right. I would think you would remember speaking to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't recall every... speaking no. to that person, okay. but I recall Geo discussing Got it. eating too many bananas. That goes back to what we said yesterday about how it's scary sometimes how you'll drive to work yes. and just completely forget the trip. And uh, did I make the turn? Like, right. where, where was my head? So that happens to you, evidently, when you're screening calls. Okay. Oh, and a quick update. Yesterday, I uh, alerted you all that when I hit two two bumps in the road yeah. yesterday, I heard a very loud metallic sound, which mm, did metallic. not sound good. Oh. I did stop by Subaru on my way home, and they put my car up on the lift. Checked it out. Yeah, something got something got jarred a little loose. They just tightened it up. Tightened that up, all good to go. No charge, nice. good to go. Under warranty. Is that well? I just think they're courteous. They just, okay, so we're just tightening. You're a customer. This. We'll take care of this for right. you. Right. Very nice. Ratcheted it right up, got me right back out. Bang. Boom. So I avoided a large, uh, uh, what do you call it, expense? Yes. And I feel now a million bucks driving again. Usually the dealers are quick to, oh, yeah, you need this, you need that. We got to change this out. The labor charge is excessive. Not my So you did did well there. I did do well there. I was very happy about that. Undercoating, we don't even know what that is. But you need it, especially in the harsh winters. Oh, and you live by the beach, by the salt water? That's that's going to be very bad. Yep, Got to have it. Now, I see uh, Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, is walking around in a positive vibes only t-shirt. Um, yeah, I need to 
what am I what am I missing here? What do I not know about positive vibes only that this is the lead item on your show sheet today? Uh because it's local. Okay. And the Mets and Yankees are I didn't play. Right. And I like the I don't know that that What's, necessarily means it's my lead item. Okay. It's a local the story. The one that you happen to put on there first. Well, first I have Jordan Montgomery versus Taiwan Walker, right, number sure. one. Pitching matchup for tonight, yeah. Number two. It was below your little line. The line, there. right. Yeah. I the draw line, line gives in. you the games for the locals that Correct. night. Correct. Yeah. And then I had it second because positive attitude. Pos- I'm sorry, positive vibes only. Uh-huh. It's not only an attitude. It's also a t-shirt. It's a T-shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a T-shirt. Right. Positive vibes only. But I that's would imagine. What he wants. That's well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't the story be if he was wearing a shirt that said negative vibes only? That would be cool. I mean, I would hope positive vibes only, right? He's I only hope. talked about being positive, right? And no all gas, no breaks since day one. Correct. This is positive me when vibes people only. say breaks plural. Even the players get it wrong sometimes. It's like your head coach took the time to put this saying together. Maybe learn how to say it the right all way. All gas, no break. Yeah. It's not brakes. It's breaks. no brakes. Yep. It is brakes. So if you've ever had to go get your brakes repaired, <laughs> it is multiple brakes. And they cook, they get you. Jerry's texting me from the newsroom. That story was from Sala wearing the shirt in June, not yesterday. Well, then what the <laughs> hell was it doing in my newspaper? I don't know, but I probably should have realized that considering the veterans report today. And I don't think Robert Sala met the media or did anything. That was well, he uh, wasn't, visible for the media he yesterday. Was, he was walking around. Oh, okay. This so, is a shirt so, he, I saw. so we had the shirt in June, and probably I would think at minicamp. He washed it, and, and now he's just minicamp. Now, what do you mean walking around? Like, like he, there was like a picture in break, page six of him. Like, hey, here's Robert down. Sala in Florham Park, New Jersey, going to get a coffee, and he's got his positive vibes. No, there, no, he was on the grounds of Florham Park. Okay, then walking like, around to Jerry's point, then it couldn't have been from yesterday because there was no media access yesterday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So no one could be hiding in the woods, snapping pictures of Robert Sala. Yeah, I don't think so. No. I know how it works over there. You got to get past the initial security gate in Florham Park. Well, then, for those of you that uh, have the show sheet, and there's a handful of us, mm-hmm. just uh, edit that out. Just move it down. <laughs> it's still a story because it is still positive vibes. And the Jets report today? Yes, yeah, so that the Giants. The veterans. The rookies the veterans. are already for both teams are there. Oh, they're today there already. veteran report. So maybe day. he was walking around positive vibes. Yeah, but again, I, I don't. Th- they don't have. The, uh, tra- maybe just, it was the Jets staff. Maybe. Who put out for public Fine. relations. But it sounds like this then is a, a rewear of the shirt or a new issue of the shirt, maybe in a different color. Maybe they changed the font. Maybe he's got a number of these positive vibes only shirts. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, uh, and I better see these in the Jet store. Positive vibes only, the Jet logo, mm-hmm. uh, an, an outline of like a Joe Namath type handing the ball off. Joe, Joe Namath type. My nephew did uh, reach out to me saying he wants to go to Jets camp on Tuesday. Okay. And he said sold out. Oh, you just make a call and they'll take care make of that call. for you. Make a call. But I'm if saying. If you reached out to the Jets for your nephew, yeah. I'm sure they would love to accommodate him. I would him. love to. What, sold out on a Tuesday? People people don't go to work. We're we talking next Tuesday? This Tuesday coming up. from today? It's probably the first uh, day that's open to uh, the public. Al, people, how about this? How about you bring him along to help her <laughs> yeah, when we right. do our remote? Oh, that's okay. I did bring okay. that up. I did say uh, I believe we're doing a remote. The following two, two Tuesdays from now. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, I believe. I okay. don't know if that's confirmed. Not confirmed. Yet. Not confirmed. Mm. Not confirmed. But yeah, 
And see now, if I'm, how old's your nephew? Well, that's the problem. He's not like a kid anymore. He's like 22 or right. something. Right. So there's zero chance he's going to want to come to the remote and have to arrive at like 3:30 <laughs> in the morning with you guys. Yeah. It's like you know what? I'll catch you guys when the show ends at 10. Just See have my have my credential waiting right. at security. <laughs> It's a good point. Yeah. Because as you know, having done those remotes, there's nothing going on from a viewer standpoint when you guys are there. Yeah, it's Those guys are coming out. Yeah, they're there for film study and meetings or whatever. But practice isn't happening until the show's over at the earliest. And uh, yeah, like the coaches and all don't come on the show until like 730-ish. Nothing. At the earliest. No reason for your nephew. He's enjoying it. Is he instantly just finished college or? Uh, Yeah, he's been working, I think, for a year. Oh, okay. So in Manhattan, I don't think he's taking the day off to 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 show up in the middle of the night with you guys <laughs> when there's nothing to do for four hours. Oh, is that right? Other than listen to the program, which he could do on his radio or on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, I actually like those um, good ones, Cielo. Yeah. I actually like the uh, the the shows from camp. Oh, I'm not knocking the shows from camp, but I'm but, just saying from his standpoint, it's like he wants to go because I'm sure he wants to watch practice yeah. and be close to the players. You got to give us Zach Wilson? Yes. Who else? Makai Becton just to shut There's zero chance you're getting Makai Becton. What if he's ripped? No, it's not happening. Push-up challenge You think he wants Boomer. to talk to Boomer? No offense to Boomer. It, I will tell you this. If he's in shape. He's not going to. How could he be in shape miraculously all six weeks later? You think he's going to be. Come on. He can get in shape in six weeks. Eh, Cut the ripped? carbs. No, not ripped. Maybe I'd in show better right shape. Up. He can't be, like, be ripped. Push-up challenge, big fella. Yeah. Maybe and he went to fat planks. camp with Leonard Fournette. Right. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. I'm telling you, Leonard Fournette's going to roll up in shape because yeah. he's being very cocky right now. Uh, we well, got his contract. That's why. Yeah. He's been playing on one-year deals. He got a three-year deal from the Bucks. Oh, good for him then. Oh, he'll definitely And Bruce Arians is out of there, and you got the softy Todd Bowles in oh, there now. I forgot Todd Bowles. Yeah. Can't wait to see how that works yeah, out. Yeah, that's going to work out. We're really going to see what Bowles is made of this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, Jets camp. I don't ever understood the camps. Like, I've gone when when the crowds were there and it's packed. Mm-hmm. And you're not really all that close to the players, are you? I mean, closer than you are at MetLife unless you're that's putting true. down some decent coin to yeah. sit in that 50-yard line club that's that they've true. got there. You think people will be out there holding signs about Zach Wilson? Um, I don't know if they let signs in, but you'll have rowdy vo- vocal rowdy fans. folks. Yes. J-E-T-S. Jets, yeah. Jets, Jets. Who's the more exciting team this year as we opened uh, Jets camp? The Jets. Jets and Giants. Jets are, right? The Jets. I mean, the, the Giants, Giants are in a t- I mean, you knew when, I mean, Gettleman basically left this mess of a cap yeah. situation Here for Joe go. Shane and for Brian Dable. So they're kind of stripping it down and... I'm not going to say starting from scratch, but there's there is a lot of work to do. Not to say that the Jets are you know world beaters or anything, but I would say at the outset there's more promise and upside surrounding the Jets. So who is a better record this year, Jets Giants or I, the same? I would think Jets. If not, there it's a it is a significant failure. If the Jets don't have a better record than the Giants, yeah, yes, mm. I think they're going to be if neck the Jets and neck. don't have a better record than they had a year ago. It's a, it's a, it's a problem. I think they're going to be neck and neck. Okay. at... Uh, that's going to be a problem for the Jets at six wins apiece. Who? I mean, I guess six isn't all isn't. That's terrible. Well, the bar is set low six right now. Six We know the bar is set low, very low. Did you hear about the Robert Sala's Positive Vibes Only T-shirt? That's good enough for one win on its own. Correct. I mean, listen. Every training camp starts with positive vibes it only. It's a question of how long can you make that last. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I know that was the funny thing about going to, in particular, Giants camp over the last number. Now we haven't gone because of COVID, but but prior, sure to that, the 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 vibe at training camp when we would do those shows from there was so positive. You walk out of there going, "This is a little twelve win team." Yeah, they're gonna be good. And then they lose six straight to open the <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> so it's really, I don't know what happens in that positive vibes only till. And both of these teams, when you look at their schedules, I will give you that. It looks the Jet, like trouble. The Jets schedule, on. yes. The first half of the season <laughs> yeah, pretty that's much not is looking a good. bear. <laughs> right. And then if you get into that, your positive vibes only turn to. Well, you can see why he's trying negative. to set the tone right. here. Negative Bob Sala. Let's let's make sure we're locked in from the get-go. We got to weather the storm early on in the season. I might get some of those shirts for us here at WFAN. Positive vibes only. Okay. For the fall. When the fall, when we kick off. The fall ratings. Book. A generic positive vibes only, or well, is it with the logo? Now, was the Sala shirt a jet? Was it jet colors? Did it have the it jet didn't look logo? Jet color. I did not see a jet logo. It did so have it was jet a colors. generic positive vibes only. It just yeah. happened to be jet colors, but it's not I a jet so. issued. Not yet. Okay, but it will be, <laughs> and I'm gonna have one in the WFAN store. Okay, positive vibes only. Sounds good. I have good. A one for my store. Boring vibes only. You have your own store now. I'm thinking of getting one. Oh, all right. Thinking to open up an Etsy store. An Etsy store. <laughs> Boring vibes only. <laughs> Just me packaging up T-shirts in the afternoon when I'm at home. You've got plenty of time on <laughs> I your do hands, have time. that's for sure. I do have time. Yeah. Let's take a quick break here, Silva. When we come back, we got some uh, uh, Kyler Murray stuff I'd like to get into oh, you this with. Oh, fascinating. I've got the, some uh, doming up Soldier Field. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I've the, got, the final item on your list yeah. today. It's so funny you put that on there. Ironic, one would say. Interesting. Unexpected. Because that was that's literally something I've been thinking about on my own, not being aware of this poll. This concert yes. situation? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that I, as well. I don't well. know why it's been in my head, but here I come in this morning and it's on your sheet. Perfect. There you go. Well, look at that. And then uh, Boomer with Jerry Recco. Oh, yes. Who's busy worrying about positive vibes only shirt and how old it God, is. He's just trying to newsroom. make sure we're not putting out... Erroneous fake news. Old, yeah, old, not fake news, old news. <laughs> Six week old news. It's new to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, see you on the other side. So- what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never before told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with uh, Christopher Lepresti. We call him CeeLo. So I think we got to the bottom of how the Robert Sala t-shirt story ended up. Uh, oh, the breaking news that I had that Rob Sala is walking around in yeah. a positive vibes only. He's got a new attitude. He's got a new t-shirt. The right. Jets are adopting it. So the great Steve Serby. Yeah, that's right. I saw the New this. York Post, who's a, just a whale of a human being, by the way. 
that uh, night. So he writes a story that was posted yesterday. Yes, that's what I saw. Sure. So Servi with his with his column getting ready for football season. The mm-hmm. headline is Robert Sala trying to lift Jets to new level with positive vibes ah, only mantra. And there's correct. an accompanying photo yes. of Sala on the field rocking his shirt. Looking very swole, by the yeah. way. He hit oh, the weight yeah. room hard this offseason. Definitely. So, of course, I opened, I actually opened the story to read the first paragraph. Yes. And it says, Robert Sala is standing in the field house at the Atlantic Health Jets Training Center. It is a June morning. <laughs> Where <laughs> are we now? What month? Head coach of the Jets is wearing a t-shirt that reads Positive Vibes Positive only. Vibes Only. A t-shirt that was born shortly after the Senior Bowl. And apparently it's a barstool creation, I guess. I don't know. What? But the quote, and this is good. You'll like this from Sala. We were going through self-scout, and there was a little B-wording about some of the stuff that we're seeing on tape. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Guys, we are PVO. We are positive vibes only. We're not complaining about what we see. We're finding ways to get better. I like it. PVO. Positive there vibes you go. only. This Kyler Murray story is terrific, and I love it. Yes, I do as well. Uh, Kyler Murray signed a huge contract with the Cardinals. And Got I, the bag, as and, they say. And we like him. I like... Uh, you like Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray uh, a lot. I'm very lukewarm on Kyler yeah, Murray. Yeah, Boomer was like lukewarm on Kyler Murray about... Uh, m- more so about getting a huge deal without really having proved he could dominate a full season. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those guys you commit all that money and it's, I feel like there's a lot of risk there for the team, but I mean, that's what you got to do. You get to that blank or get off the pot moment with your quarterback, like the Giants with Daniel Jones. You didn't pick up his first year, his fifth year option. So now they're kind of going to wait and see what happens this year. So it's, it's tough. Yeah. Well, put me down for liking Kyler Murray. Okay. Anyway, he got a new contract, but there's a clause in it that people are calling the homework yeah, clause. See, this is what makes me not feel confident about <laughs> Kyler Murray, this next part here. <laughs> they put into his contract that he must engage in at least four hours of independent study during each week of the season. Independent study. How are they going to uh, enforce this? I will tell you how they're going to enforce this. Oh, is that this. right? Because all these teams now issue tablets to the players where they can access right. their film study on the tablet. And the teams must have a way in which to be able to tell how much time they're spending on the tablet. Like on a Saturday like a or Sunday. situation. On a Saturday or Sunday morning at 9 a.m., my phone goes, ding, 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 weekly screen time Yes, report. usage, right. Your screen time has been down three hours this week. So this is, I guess, a similar thing. <clears throat> Pardon me. A similar thing as to what they're going to do with Kyler Murray to make sure he's uh, doing his homework, his film right. study. Yes. And so not he's going to receive credit games. for completing his film study. Oh, um, the addendum of the contract states that time he spends in meetings studying does not. So basically at the facility, if he's in meetings, count. doesn't count. This has to be independent on his own. This is my favorite part. The addendum also states Murray will not get credit if he's not studying or watching the material while it plays on the tablet or if he's doing something that can distract him or draw his attention elsewhere while the material is playing, such as playing video games, watching TV, or browsing the internet. How will they know? I don't know. I don't know. By the way, certain guys they can do it. They must have some way to, in, to enforce it. Michael Vick said uh, he never studied things, but he was so... Yeah. Good running around and flinging that ball. Kyler Murray is good running around flinging the ball, but he's not Michael Vick in his prime. Yeah. No one was. Man, still to me, one of my favorite, like, uh, prime time football memories was that Michael Vick game where he came back 
and he was on the Eagles, mm-hmm. and he just crushed the then Washington Redskins, just floating balls downfield. I mean, he dominated. They that were game. unprepared. Were the Redskins? <laughs> they were unprepared. Yeah. I mean, he looked awesome. Maybe we get that from Kyler Murray. Maybe, but this I think speaks to the point Boomer was making when he was had some questions yeah. about whether or not Kyler Murray had earned this contract. So this was a point of contention throughout much of the offseason, if you recall. Murray did one of the where he stripped his wiped his social media and people were speculating, Oh, is he done with the Cardinals? What's going on here? He wanted the contract. <laughs> well, you can see to what lengths the negotiations must have gone to that this was part of it. And obviously the Cardinals have their still have their questions and concerns and they're looking for ways to make sure he's doing what he's supposed to do. So let's say he <laughs> something happens and he really stinks. They can just go right to that thing and be that, like, oh, I don't know I don't about that. I don't know about that. But if they find he's violating it, then yeah. yeah, they could I would imagine find a way out of it if they needed to. I think Spike's gonna do that here with uh, the all the new contracts for the hosts. Yeah, what yep. do you guys have to do independently? Well, I, I'm not a host technically with a contract, so uh, I wouldn't fall under this. But okay. like Boomer, Geo, uh, uh, Tiki, and Tierney. Right, but what do they have to do? Like, what are they going to mo- study? Study of what? Like, making make sure, sure they're watching the games. Yep, <laughs> making sure they're on their iPads reading uh, Steve Serby articles from June. Mm-hmm. These are the sorts of things. <laughs> I wanted to do a thing. Evan's the only guy that won't need that addendum in right. his contract because we know he's watching everything anyway. I had a pitch to uh, Izzo, our our digital team, an idea of uh, this showing, like, what do hosts have in front of them during a show? Okay. But then he brought up a good point to me, and it made me nervous. He goes, what if they have nothing in front of them during a show? Why do you need to have something in front of you? I would think you need something to do a four-hour show, but Why? a lot of hosts don't. Yeah, it's all up here in the in the melon, in the brain. I don't know how that's possible. I'm not saying everybody, but yeah. I know that it exists. Like, I mean, you've done shows. What do you have in front of you? I I do print out some bullet points, things that I might have want. Bullet points, like ideas, things that have occurred to me over the whatever the day or so yeah. leading up to the show. St- little statistical nuggets, stories I want to hit on. Um, the name of whoever I'm working with, who's on updates, nice. you know, things like that. Just like a almost like a something I can. A reference sheet if I need to in a pinch. Right. Boomer has uh, every Ranger note possible. (laughs) He does have a lot of Rangers notes. Fox News talking points. (laughs) And during the football season, he gets this thick package. Oh, yeah. He comes in with his, he he picks out the stats and trends that he likes and he's ready to go. (laughs) He loves a thick packet from, uh, that CBS puts together for the NFL. Yeah. Gio doesn't have a lot in front of him. I don't feel like he doesn't have anything in front of him other than maybe your show sheet, right? Does he even have that in front of him? No. No. But he does have a computer in front See, of him. See, you used to come in and, like, tape that thing down, and it was yeah. there. Yeah, those days are gone. Correct. Well, yeah, now it's correct. all digital. I digital. I, I send it digitally. So you're I also, looking for people to just bring it up on their phone if they need it? Yes. All right. Craig, when I worked with Craig, he would have this the tiniest note with, like, a couple of words on it, and that was what he had in front of him. Yeah. And then he had the taped-up show sheet that right. he would sometimes go to. Well, I've seen his operation over there in the afternoon and there's like a billion pens. <laughs> there's stuff scribbled that only he could understand. It's Correct. basically like hieroglyphics. It might right. as well be code. Right. Other things that were on his sheet with individual words were um, throat lozenges, heavy in that he would stick to it. <laughs> Bubble gum. Yes. 
Right. There's a lot of half-eaten food products, edible things. Various yeah. fruity uh, candies, yep. Yep. this sort of thing. But sure. he did have the notes. And the fun, funny thing with Craig would I would go into his office prior to the show, and we would talk about the show, and he'd be doing a million other things. I would think he uh, yeah. would not be paying attention. He, I'm sure. But then on the air, he w- would bring up the things we we had talked about. Yeah, it's not. I would say not that he's paying attention. He's it's sponging not, it in. Yeah, well, he's just able to multitask yes, and multitask. do a lot of different things at once. There are certain people that can't uh, just sit there. Like when I was when I used to have to work the dump button for Opie and Anthony. Mm-hmm. I had to be scrolling the internet. You couldn't just focus on that one task. Yeah, like I had to have else. that the the show in my head while also scrolling the internet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd zone out. Yeah. But then some people look at that and go, I can't believe he's doing this. Yeah, well, not paying attention. But you were. It's just that it's what worked for you. There was you one... get the people who can't do it the other way. You try right. to have a conversation with them while they're doing something else and they're not retaining anything you're saying. There was one show that we did from Bermuda. It was me, Boomer, and Craig. And we were not on TV. Bermuda? In Bermuda, because they did a... We were doing the whole thing about the Bermuda tourism we were working with. Mm -hmm. And Craig did the entire show while playing Angry Birds. It was unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm... I'm chuckling and shaking my head, but I really shouldn't be all that amazing. surprised. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Like the multitasking sure. going on. Sure. Although I guess Angry Birds doesn't take a lot of your brain power. No, but it's 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 still the idea of being a talk show host and having to talk on live radio while you're playing a game. And he had no problem. I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Now, let's... Do, oh, my God. I don't want to start a whole nother thing here. Let me see if I have something quick. Oh, if you were hoping to watch Le'Veon Bell... Box, Adrian Peterson. I was not, but I'm sure some were. <laughs> if this was something you were interested in on like a Saturday night, yeah. it's been postponed. That's a shame. Because the regular fight, Jake Paul was supposed to fight somebody. Mm-hmm. That Jake Paul's claiming this guy ran from him. Uh-huh. Um, that got postponed. Okay. So the, so unfortunately, Le'Veon Bell with these fights and versus the cancellations and so-and-so didn't Adrian want to fight. Peterson. This guy didn't want to do that. Who would you like, have taken in that fight if you, just off the top of your head, if you were Le'Veon oh, Bell? Adrian Peterson. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That guy's, well, you know, Le'Veon Bell's a muscular dude as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I look at I look at Le'Ve Bell a little softer than Adrian oh, Peterson. Is that right? Maybe that's unfair. That could be unfair, but. Probably a product of his time with the Jets, but yeah. you know. Adrian Peterson did every time I've seen him, he looks very muscular. Oh, I mean, listen, I'm, they're both going to be in great shape, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure they're training and preparing for one. Well, now it's not happening. <laughs> now what? Now they got to go box somebody. But it's it's confusing. Who um who was it that fought Darren Williams? Was it Frank Gore? Yes. Was it? I, I might, was maybe Frank not. Gore. Whoever I know, it? Frank Gore was set up to fight somebody. I think it was Frank Gore, and I was like, oh, he's going to pound Darren, and he let he lost. He so lost. Who the heck knows? I don't know. See, I would have Darren Williams to me with his time with the Nets. I thought was uh, soft is unfair, but it hurt a lot it really out did, of the lineup. Frank it, Gore was an Iron Man. Right. He was in there all the time. Yeah. It really does depend what your training is. Because if you don't really fully train, you're going to go in there head hunting. That's what that's what people do. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody's trained enough just to duck and, Body punch, blows, and punch your ribs when they duck, down. boom, right in the ribs. Yeah. Boom, right in the ribs. Pow, right in the kiss. That's what I did when I was boxing other producers. <laughs> I went and trained. That's right. I forgot you did that. I did that on Ron yeah. and Fez. Oh and my God. it worked. The one trainer, what he said, he goes, listen, this other guy's not training. He's going to come in just swinging at your head. So you're just going to duck. Punch him ribs. right in the gut. Bang. Duck ribs. ribs. Yeah. And it worked for a while. But for a while and then someone caught you? Yeah. Oh. 
Then I got caught with a butt. You know what happened was I got hit in the ribs. Then I had no power behind my punches. So you got knocked out? Like someone, it, you took a chin shot or? No. They wore you down with the ribs, <laughs> the body blows. And I just went down. I was like, I can't anymore. TKO. <laughs> See you later. That's what a TKO is? Um, Timed knockout? Tech, it's technical, technical knockout. knockout. No mas. No mas. No. You're right. I gave him. <laughs> I've had Wait enough. the white flag. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do this uh, this survey that you found interesting having to do with concerts. I got a little A-Rod's girlfriend situation. I've got a, uh, oh, and Do- Doming uh, Soldier Field I want to get into. Great. And then Boomer and Jerry Recco will be here right at 6 a.m. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Hi there. I play the lovable Al Dukes on the Boomer and Geo show. I'm joined by CeeLo. <laughs> the lovable filling, Al yeah, Dukes, huh? For, uh, he's filling in for Jerry today. Jerry is filling in for Geo. Boomer is filling in for himself. But Eddie is in for himself. Which version of Boomer do we get today? Yesterday we got the shot out of a cannon off no. the weekend you know, he gave you everything he had for the first two to two and a half hours, and then we and then we lost him after that. I don't think you get that right out of the. I think he's more measured, measured, okay. and uh, consistent. All right, instead of full, we'll get a full up. four hours of even keeled boomer. Even keeled boomer. Got so, it. real quickly, something that I put on the bottom of my show sheet, uh, which is generally things that are not sports related, sure. off topic, but it could be related to sports. It's uh, new surveys out saying that 80% of music fans enjoy going to shows by themselves. So I told you that I I didn't take part in this survey. Yeah. It's not something I've actually done, but I've been thinking about it and contemplating the concept and the idea. Yeah. Having totally unrelated to you putting on the sheet or the survey itself. And it's nothing against my wife. It's not like I don't want to go out on a date night to a concert or whatever. But there are genres of music or bands or groups that I like that she probably wouldn't be all that into, you know. And then there's mm-hmm. also the aspect of childcare and babysitting and all that. So I was thinking, like, would I actually purchase a ticket and go on my own? And I think the answer I keep coming back to, not that I'm, it's going to happen because that well, that would be like a slap in the face to her. Hey, honey, we never get any time together, <laughs> yeah. you and I, but I'm going to go to this concert by myself. But all things equal, I think I would. Yeah, I have gone to my by myself but uh, it's very strict requirements for me it's got to be a standing room only type situation i'm not going to go sit in a seat by myself okay but i will go to Blending like with the crowd stone pony yeah, or the yeah. wonder bar in asbury park where you're it's just a standing room what only. was the place we went to for um jordan uh, yeah jordan davis geo's guy i forget uh webster hall webster hall standing room only i yes. would go to that yeah um because there's it's so, like, if you are really into the music and you don't have a friend or your wife or girlfriend or whatever is is not into the music, they're not going to have as good a time as you. Right, you got to spend time talking with them, right. conversing then, with them, checking on them. Yes, then you all you do is you keep thinking, are they having a good time? Right. Do they? And it ruins your good time. It does. Yeah. So I really don't mind going by myself in those situations. So I've not I've not done the by myself thing, but not recently have I done this, but there were definitely instances where I went with a friend and I I mean I've I'm married 9 years now and my wife and I have been dating since basically a month after we graduated college. We've known each other since 6th grade, right? But there have been other instances again not recently where I went to shows usually like more on like a hard rock show type thing where she wasn't interested. I went with a friend 
same concept like you just said knowing we were both going to be into it and she didn't have to you know suck it up and be miserable right but the by myself thing it's just like post covid i i miss i love live music i do and i miss i i think i've been to maybe one one maybe two i guess two because we went to jordan davis with the the morning crew here and i also saw um need to breathe down in philly that was the standing room only show that was yeah those are good so it's just like anytime I go, I'm like, this is great. This I love this. This is fun. I want to do more of this. But it's so hard between work and kids to find find the time to do it. So I'm like, ah, can I mix that into the schedule somehow? That's like, probably weird, good for myself. May not be well received at home though. Or the weird like, I wanted to go see Jake Owen, a country artist. Yeah, he was playing Stone Pony Sun, but Sunday night, but it was Sunday night. I, you know, Al, and I know Come that on. doesn't work Come for on. you because you still. Your you know Monday to Friday guy and your hours being what they are, it's tricky. But I've noticed that's another thing that's changed in recent years. Probably a combo of post COVID and then just like I just think the economy as well. The things happen on all any given nights now. Yeah, like that is we true. went out to eat. We find my wife and I for our anniversary recently on a Thursday night. Local restaurant in Freehold where we live packed absolutely packed and we asked like is this normal they're like oh yeah this is the new normal <laughs> thursdays is absolutely packed and my theory was most people probably have these hybrid schedules and they're working from home right. on friday so they don't care if they're out late they don't got to commute the next day now can roll you, out of bed and do their job would you go to a baseball game by yourself i would but yeah. i'm but i'm i mean i've covered sporting events by myself like i just did it filling in for sweeney last week yankees played the but red that, sox but, at the stadium but that's different because you're in a press pass situation I, it is but like i i thought to myself hey if i was here just on my own would i be enjoying this and the answer is yes because yeah. i love baseball right so i'd have no problem sitting there and like scoring the game on my own people make fun of evan for that i don't do it from home but when i'm there i like to have a scorecard and just pay attention and i'm i'm there let me watch the game and not be consumed by all the other stuff you know beer food talking to people being on your phone i want to watch the game yeah i think i could go to a game by myself if it wasn't packed where i was just sitting right next to somebody yeah but you know how the regular baseball games there's areas where there's not a lot of people sitting i would do that for the most part yeah and you yeah. you brought up the the press box aspect sometimes it can be crowded that way too but in this case i had plenty of room to myself which was nice i Good. will admit that all right so we will go to concerts and games by ourselves yes now uh i did get a look at a rod's new girlfriend well he's been dating her a little while Catherine paget what's her, her story do we well uh she went to the david ortiz hall of fame celebration and she put a lot on her social media there's one picture of her holding the program uh from the thing mm -hmm. she's got a huge bicep she's jacked Jacked. Okay. So I can I see look, that. A-Rod's like a, a fitness guy. She's like a fitness model. I was going to, when I said, what's her story? Yeah. I was curious how they, you know, is she somebody of significance that I should know? How did they meet? Fitness model. Some sort of fitness model. Yeah. Here's one thing about A-Rod. As much as we want to mock him, he always dates women his age. Or like, they're not. Or older. Yeah, they're not aggressively younger than him. Like, he's not dating a 23-year-old. No, but I'm saying, like, he's dated old, the, older was, women, yeah. Wasn't, was it Madonna? It was, right? Madonna. Well, wasn't think, it Madonna when he had the the centaur picture in his... Yes. Of him on the, the, his yes. head on the horse or whatever? <laughs> it, wasn't that his, what he was with Madonna? Yeah, it was his torso on a yeah, horse. Right, and J-Lo is older as well. J-Lo yeah. older, too. Yeah. It, Tori Wilson was not older than him, but not, like, these aggressively young girls. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
So hats off Very to A-Rod. Very shrewd uh, nego- or not negotiation, observation yep. on your part. Yeah, thank you. Yes. But this girl is in shape, I will yeah. tell you that. But but same ballpark age-wise. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. I'm sure she's younger than him, but... Not significantly. Not significantly. Uh-huh. The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. That uh, Let me just stop you there. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Mayor Lightfoot. It sounds made up. Fake. Lori Lightfoot sounds Lori like Lightfoot. a fake name, if I'm being perfectly honest. Lori Lightfoot does not want to lose the Chicago Bears to a suburb of Chicago, uh-huh. which is where they're thinking of moving. And she has uh, pitched putting a dome on the current soldier field. Now, how does going to a suburb of Chicago solve the weather issue? Well, because they get away from it whatever the lake I, is there, and I but it's still going to be cold, and I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think it solves the weather issue. I uh-huh. think they just want a new stadium, and this land became available in a Chicago suburb right? Uh, that they've purchased. And they want to put the thing out there, but, but she they wants want a new to, stadium. How does putting a dome on top of well, the stadium help? Well, because she, well, she just wants to do renovations to the stadium and okay. among so them, so upgrade the stadium. And not among, a, now, but, yeah, not a full enclosed. She wants to put pillars on the two ends of the stadium and put a roof on like top, like a canopy of it. almost. Well, it'd be solid, but yeah, yeah, the the around it would open. be open. So you're right; the wind and all would still. They have that now <sighs> in uh, in Miami with the Dolphins. They do? Yeah, something similar. Maybe not the exact like same open, thing. A roof, but it's open all around it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That was part of the renovations they did. To, what do they call that now? It was Hard Rock Stadium. I don't know what it is yeah, now. Maybe it's it still that. Now. But yeah, they did those renovations. I want to say within the last five years or so. Yeah. And that was part of it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there was another thing. Oh, this this Red Sox are getting uh, advertisements on their jerseys. Sleeve. Yeah. Which I don't like. I mean, you're going to see more and more of that. We've seen it in the NBA. Yeah. The NHL is doing it now. This is what I don't like, though. $170 million deal. Uh, it's for 10 years. So $17 million a year. Mm-hmm. By a local Massachusetts bank. Okay. Mass Mutual. What's the problem? I, I'd be pissed. Like, how do they got $17 million a year to be given to... A bank? Yeah, a bank. <laughs> I mean... Uh, no, I understand, like, Citibank. answer itself? Mass Mutual? I mean, Boston is a major city, and if they're covering Boston and the entire state of Massachusetts... It'd be like Manasquan Bank all of a no, sudden being like... No, it would not. sponsor Yankee Stadium. You cannot compare Manasquan to Massachusetts. I can. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, I just did it. No. no. Sorry. Rejected. What, Doesn't work. Sportsman over there? Yeah, we do. What, let me... Can I guess what Amy sure, has you to can. say? You're never going to guess it, but take your, take your best shot. A- Amy... Here's Amy Lawrence with a sportsman. She says... LeBron is quite the player. (laughs) Not even close. Go ahead, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Now, I should say I I made another mistake. Oh, no. (laughs) Kevin. Two before 6 a.m. Go ahead. Kevin on Twitter. No, I was touting A-Rod as this guy who dates... Dates older women or of his age? Yeah. 46-year-old A-Rod's new girlfriend is 25. You say... So I asked, what's her story? Where's she from? She looked a little older. It's almost muscle. Because she's jacked. She's all jacked up. All right. So that... Listen, it was a couple... You win some, you lose some. There's a couple missteps. 
There was the A-Rod, turns out, does date women aggressively younger than him. Uh, uh, Rob Sala right. is a positive vibes only and guy. And you actually read that story. He kicked that and off And you in still June, missed the June. Which is only it's a month. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.